Hey friends, can't wait till Wednesdays to get your Modern Mamas fixed. Join us on Patreon. You can choose your tier and when you subscribe, you'll get bonus content, early access to retreat, first peeks at new swag, plus shout outs and even real time monthly virtual hangs with us. Visit patreon.com forward slash modern mamas podcast to check it out and support the podcast. It truly means the world to us. We are so grateful for you and for this community. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We are two modern mamas here to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, open minds, and joy, no matter your journey or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder and Indy Bow. I love outdoor adventure, good food, especially sourdough, and mindful movement. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I am a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology and mama to Baron Camille. I love food, trying new things, creating art and being a perpetual learner. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We're so happy you're here. Hello. And welcome to another episode. Sorry, I like took a glug of my uh, sparkling water and just got verpy. So (laughs) it hit me right (laughs) when I was about to say, hi, welcome to the podcast. What? What? (laughs) And he's been like, if any of us burp, she like mimics it. She's like, it's really adorable and gross at the same time. (laughs) Speaking of gross, I'm sitting in my car as we start this episode and I'm going to slowly transition as I can inside. But there's a gentleman across the street right now and they're like doing yard work in his front yard and i'm looking on his butt crack so that's you know burks and butt cracks that's how we're going to kick this one off it's the vibe that's my it's view. The vibe today <laughs> and behind me i'm watching our nanny slowly walk to the playground with the girl which is why i'm hiding in the car until they're like safely down the street because then he sees me things won't go very well so uh, that's where that's where my tuesday is <laughs> Yeah, you know, again, I mean, the theme. The theme is just we're we're doing the best we can and we're here. Yeah. And we're here. Yeah. We were supposed to record again, just like full transparency. It's like there's just a lot of pivots going on. I'm sure Laura's gonna share more probably when she gets inside. But you know, there's just a lot of pivoting for both of us in this season and summer is amazing and also especially challenging to like routine, I think, for so many people. And so we're just out here rolling with it. We're trying, we're making the best of it. And if you're in the similar boat, like we, we see you, we see you. We see you. Because yeah. it's like, it's so hard because it's like, it's summer, at least for me, I'll speak for myself. I like, I want to do all the fun things and, you know, you know, all of it. Like I want to have a good time and, you know, soak up the time with the kids. And we do for the most part. But at the same time, it's like trying to balance. Like I, I still need to work. And so does Tim and... You know, it's just, you know, the kids bears in soccer camp all week. And then Cammie's doing her first camp ever, which is a volleyball camp that she expressed right. interest in doing in. Uh, she's never played volleyball in her life, but she really loves that it's indoor. <laughs> so, <laughs> and just, it's just like logistically, like a lot of moving parts. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, you know, we have, I've tried to like maintain some rhythms, but then we just got the first like three weeks of Rusty's fire season have just been so intense and then and layering on top of that our nanny was in hawaii for two weeks so we had this nanny set up we had these routines and then she left right when rusty was at academy straight into unexpected like two really long days of actually fighting fires right out the gate on top of the day after fourth of july having having be the day that he left and so should he do this work next year which it's looking like he will i will mentally prepare for like right around fourth of july fireworks are a thing that Mm -hmm. create fires so last week was just like really intense i know when we were supposed to record i was not in a good headspace like i literally lost track of what day it was and you texted me and i was like well fuck i am like i just (laughs) i was not there i was playing catch up with crossfit work i just wasn't in a space where i could hop on and it's not that this space isn't comfortable for me to share in whatever headspace if you listen to our last catch up you quite literally listened to me go from like frenetic to grounded because of the episode but i just had two my logistical load was too 
was just too long and a little bit too heavy that morning. So thank you to Jess for audibling. And now it's Tuesday morning. Rusty is home from fires. Our nanny is home from Hawaii. And I have had an opportunity to take some really deep breaths. We went camping and I'm sure I'll share all of these updates, but that's why, you know, I'm just so grateful for the flexibility to be able to shift, uh, shift it up. Cause like you said, summer is, it's just logistically challenging. And also, hello, Enneagram 7. I want to do all of the things. So, and we're sandwiched right now between two friend visits. So my friend Shelby was here last weekend with her family and my friend Sarah, who I've talked about on the podcast before. We've never met in person. We met because of the podcast. She's flying her whole family out to come visit us this coming weekend. So are they flying out just all to the come visit you? All the work, or is it? I mean, like I in think, addition I think to like a trip. Ex- I think they've been excited to see this part of the country, and they were gonna. She was gonna come to the retreat in Santa Cruz, and then that didn't happen, and so she saved her credit. And I was like, hey, just throwing this out there. Like you're always welcome to come and uh, come out our way. And so they got on Airbnb. And I already have a sticky note with all the, and she's very, her head works like she loves that I have a sticky note with like day by day what we're going to do. And like the morning she's, they're getting in late Wednesday night. I won't see them until Thursday afternoon because I still need to work Thursday, Friday mornings. And then we have like, it's like, you know, naps like that kind of brick that grounds us down in the middle of the day. And then it's like after nap, just full fun day plans. And then there's, so it's like Thursday afternoon, Friday afternoon, and then all day Saturday, most of the day Sunday, and then they'll head towards Seattle. It's a trek to get here. So like anytime friends visit, I'm just so appreciative. There's so much to do and see and it's absolute magic, but we live two and a half hours from the airport. So, you know, you fly in and then it's like, then it's still, it's still for many people, two and a half hour drive still is like, that feels like maybe a travel day in and of itself. So it's a big one. And so I'm always grateful, but it was so special getting to share a little bit of our home's magic with our friends last weekend. So yeah, I'm sure I'll share more updates on that, but I feel like I often go first because we're like trying to hedge off kids waking up. And now this time I'm going to slowly work my way inside. So what is going on in your world? Yeah, I, you know, a lot, a lot of good things. I'm trying to think. I don't even remember the last time we chatted, if that was Patreon or if that was a catch-up episode and when that was. Did we chat before 4th of July or was it after do you remember? We haven't chatted since 4th of July because that's when I was like in it. So right now we're one week since and definitely have not recorded in the interim. Okay. Okay. That gives we, me this good... week we have. Today we get a record for all of you. And then on Thursday we're recording our July Patreon uh-huh. episode. Yes. So we'll get to chat exclusively to our family there, which is steadily growing. And we are so very grateful. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now my mind, my mind is set. My framework is set for the so I'm like, well, I don't even know how far to go back, but it's only a week. I can do that since the 4th of July. What did we do for the 4th of July? Oh, we we had a pretty chill, I don't know, like I, I love the 4th of July, but, you know, having young kiddos and for the last like, you know, nine, 10 years and, you know, it getting late or dark, like super late here for the most part. We haven't like really done fireworks. And so our kids, like we've done like sparklers. I think last year we we went to, no, was that? No, that was New Year's. Like they've done sparklers and stuff for like different holidays, but like we've never been like huge on like fireworks displays. And so we just haven't like really done a lot on 4th of July. So this past year, and plus like, I just like to be a real, I th- I've, mention this probably every summer the last like six summers that we've been doing this podcast texas in july is literally the worst it's this is the worst time july august is like the dog days of summer where it's like 100 plus every single day it's been especially bad this summer because what we've been hearing is that while the temperatures aren't necessarily like exponentially hotter than they have been before the nights are not cooling off. Like there, the temperatures are staying elevated into the evening, which is also like what is putting a lot of just like, it's just miserable, like the whole time. Like you can even wake up in the morning and get any respite from like the, the heat. And so anyways, we, it's just, it's hard to like 
Like I am crazy, crazy envious when I see like y'all are outside and like, you know, listening to music and like at the lake and like, you know, doing stuff where it would just be like, even with water involved, it's like pretty rough here. And so there's not a lot of outside time. So what we did, what if you guys moved here and we could record <laughs> all of our podcast episodes in person and we could raise babies together and we could spend our days <laughs> at the lake and you could help me when resting fights fires and it would just be, I I'm know. just throwing it out. I know. And a, every summer, a lot, every summer <laughs> I like, it becomes a very, like, I will utter at least 10 times, like, we need to move. We need to leave here. We can't do this another summer. I mean, but like, seriously, I, I think eventually, I don't, I mean, it would be wonderful if it was close to y'all, but I think eventually we will migrate somewhere cooler and it would be, it would, that's almost going to make me cry. It would be lovely if it was close to y'all. I mean, that's just like. Pure magic. I yeah. can't even, to be honest, like I can imagine it, but I can't let myself because <laughs> I feel like if I fully imagine it, then I'll feel all grieve. <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> we'll hold it loosely in our palms. I think it would be lovely. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just wanting that, just not being able to do any uh, like outside stuff for like, I mean, and to be totally honest, again, like Texas, it only gets really bearable outside, like maybe three or four months out of the year. And so it's just, there's a lot of good things. There's a lot of things we love about it, but like just for people who really do like to be outside, it's it's tough. It's really tough. So the other day we were just complaining and complaining. And I was like, I wanted to go, for, I want to go for a walk, but it's too hot, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? Like, I can't let this stop me. Like, I'm going to have to, like, I just have to go. Like, I have to get out there and like sweat my ass off and just deal with the consequences. And so we did. We went as a family. It was fine. There was minimal complaints, but yeah, it like we had to go at like 8 p.m. So anyways, back to what I was saying. Fourth of July, we ended up chilling. And then our pool, the pool that we're a part of every summer, always does like a big Fourth of July kind of like there's like games and competitions and like special food. And so we went and did that most of the day and then came back and then just like chilled out. And the fireworks display was minimal. Like the we live downtown. And so one of the city's like major fireworks display is like literally a mile away from us. But it seemed pretty minimal in terms of like disrupting sleep and everything. And our neighbors kind of kept it on the down low too, which was nice. And the dogs didn't get too freaked out because our particularly one of our dogs gets a little bit stressed with big noises. But we chilled. And then that last week, kind of the biggest thing I guess I'll share here is I am doing a trial photography, food photography run. And I and there's no reason I can't share. She didn't say I, I couldn't. But I am doing some food photography for the defined dish which is Alex Snodgrass. She's like really big in the paleo, one of the like OG like paleo food bloggers. She has like many cookbooks. We have one of hers that we cook from often. And so uh, I think she has like Side Dish, which is like this brand of hers that has like sauces and they're paleo friendly and all that. And so just through some connections, kind of started chatting with her and I'm going to do a two month trial and see if it's a good fit. It's, it's, it's hard because it's like I have a very particular style and while I can adapt that for sure to other people's like aesthetics and stuff, you know, it's just it, I think we both want it to just be a good fit in in many different ways. So we're going to give it a shot. So I did four recipes. Tim helped me in the kitchen because that's like the hardest part. The thing that takes up a lot of the time is like having to cook everything, take it back and forth because nowadays like blogging you have to do an ingredient shot, which is like everything laid out beautifully and like measured. And then you have to do like step by step photos. I think this is like an SEO thing that like Google requires now essentially to like promote blog posts. And so you've got to do stepwise photos. So it's like cooking and then bringing it back. And then you've got to do the stylized final photos and like doing it solo, which I've done before many times is a lot of work. And so I roped Tim. He happily helped me. He did the cooking and like prepping. And then I did all the like photography and styling and all of that. We did four recipes over two days and they turned out really good. I, I love them. I mean, of course, I'm like nitpicky and just every time I go back and look at them, I'm like, 
oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. But overall, really, really, really happy with how they turned out. And it was really nice to like work with Tim. And the kids were at his mom's those days. And so we just like cranked up the music and had some fun, which was really nice. And so that's been a really just an exciting thing. I am also in chats with another blogger that's really big that I won't share just yet because we haven't finalized anything. But that's exciting. And I feel like my food photography business is is growing. And I'm just trying to be mindful of like, you know, pricing is so hard. It just is really like a difficult like conversation because it's all over the place in this world. But trying to like price myself to where it makes the most like I'm not feeling burnt out at the end of the day because it's a lot of work. And then also trying not to take on too much work to where it's like incredibly overwhelming. And so just trying to find that like balance because I'm still doing work with Cassie, photo shoot days and, you know, all of that. And so that's been really good. Like that's a really positive thing that's been been happening the last couple of weeks is just kind of building that side of my business. And yeah, so I'm trying to think. I love it. It's yeah. been really, it's cool to watch you like coming this kind of like full circle place where, you know, you, you invested the energy and time into the retreat you went on and uh-huh. then have just been showing up consistently, not necessarily like hours and hours and hours of your day or your week, but but just staying consistent and continually working your craft and sharing snippets. And it's it's coming to fruition. And that's just so cool to witness. Thanks, friend. It's getting hot in here. So take a wait. It's not that kind of podcast, but it is getting hot in here. And I need to fill you in on one of my latest obsessions from Paleo Valley their new essential electrolyte powders. I've been a longtime fan of electrolytes added to my water, and one of the main reasons I do is because all of the bennies, y'all. With a careful selection of ingredients, Paleo Valley ensures you get the full package. Their electrolytes feature a harmonious blend of minerals, including magnesium, potassium, sodium, and all sourced from nature's finest. These essential nutrients work wonders, promoting hydration, supporting muscle function, and maintaining overall balance in your body. Whether you're an athlete, a fitness enthusiast, or simply someone who wants to stay at the top of their game, Paleo Valley's electrolytes are a game changer. Oh, and did I mention that they've got something for everyone? With light flavors like orange, lemon, and watermelon, you'll be sipping on electrolyte goodness like never before. And I love that these come in bulk packaging, so less waste and more control over the amount of flavor for your personal taste. If you're ready to take your hydration game to the next level, head over to www.paleovalley.com forward slash modern mamas and get 15% off your order. No code needed. Trust me, your body will thank you. Yeah, and it's like, it's really hard, like, because this is something completely different. Creative work to me is just completely different than like production work you know like a lot of my life has been solely around just like producing I mean some of there's an element of creativity to it but like it's like producing content and writing emails and writing blog posts and you know showing up in different ways and what I'm learning with like the creative like creative work is like it can't be forced otherwise it's like it's all wrong and it's like learning it's teaching me a lot like honestly just to kind of like the ebb and flow of creative work it's like it's hard but also really good for me to just kind of know that it's not a check off the list type of thing (laughs) I mean obviously there are deliverables and like projects have certain things that I'm delivering but at the same time it's like just creating space to be creative it's a little bit redundant, but like making space to be creative and not necessarily having this like just specific timeline to produce, I think is really good. It's really good for me. It's been it's been good. So that's a big thing. Bear is at soccer camp this week, which I've been really nervous about. He, he had a soccer camp earlier this summer and it was a half day camp. And this this camp is a full day camp and it's just hot. It's like it's real hot. It's over. It's going to be over 100 every day this week. Plus, I just read there's like, this happened, I think, last summer too. There's like this Saharan dust cloud that's going to be like chilling over our area for like a week. And that's happening. And something that we're having to look into a little bit deeper now as he gets older is, you know, he has allergies, like real consistent daily 
allergies. And so, of course, you know, I'm trying to look at some holistic options, but I think our next step is to kind of like do some testing because, I mean, he's basically like snotty 24-7. His eyes are puffy a lot lately, especially. And so we're trying to figure out, is this something like, is this like environmental? Is he allergic to the dogs? Because we've kind of thought that for a while now. And so I think we're going to like pursue some testing before he goes back to school just to kind of check in on him because he also has an inhaler that he doesn't have to use very often. But like when he gets so he's since he was a kiddo for various reasons, I won't dive into. But I think he, you know, he's kind of struggled with breathing like he would get we thought it was croup. I've shared about this on the podcast before, but we thought it was croup that he was suffering from because he would get that hacking like seal cough like all the time all the time like every other week he would get it and it's stressful and you're like oh my god he has croup like what's what's going on or he's got whooping cough like what is this he was diagnosed with reactive airway disorder which is basically just like his airway is super sensitive to like dust and you know allergens and all of that and so just doing a little bit more of a diving diving into that because i can tell it it can really affect him so he has his inhaler with him, long story short, at soccer camp just in case. But yesterday he came home and he was like dead tired. It's just, it's been a while. Like most of the summer he's been, you know, we've, just, we've been taking it pretty easy. And so he had a great time, but he was definitely like wiped. And then, like I mentioned, Cammie has her first sports camp this week. She, I don't know, I think she was feeling a little bit kind of like left out in terms of like, because, you know, we were like offering all these things, like camp op- opportunities for her. Like, do you want to go to art camp? Do you want to go to music camp? Do you want to, you know, do musical theater? Which I think would be right up her alley. But she said no. And she was like, you know, I was listing off all those things. And she's like, I want to do volleyball. And I was like, volleyball? <laughs> which I'm really excited about. I played volleyball and I loved it. But she is interested and excited and excited she's my girly who's like I don't want to do outside sports and so she's excited that it's air conditioned inside that's amazing (laughs) were there any cooking camps we offered we I mean because she goes to cooking class every week and they have camps and we were like you could you could do then she's like no I don't want to no, so she thinks she is I love her she knows what she wants she knows what she wants and I think she is also like much more of like a cautious like when it comes to doing things like that and I was like this as a kid I was talking with Tim like I've definitely grown out of it and I grew out of it like probably around like middle school high school but like as a kid I was an only child for seven years and I had like basically no child interaction for those first (laughs) seven years and I remember like anytime my parents would drop me off like anywhere I would cry I did not want to go like I did not want to be with people I did not know. And so it, like I feel for her and I feel like she's going to step into her, her own, you know, maybe. But I I, I feel yeah. like she will because she has a strong personality and she's very confident. It's just I don't know. I think there's just a little bit of like she just takes a little bit of time to warm up. And so we'll see. We'll see how that personality develops over time. But yeah, she's Love just it. rather stay home, I think, and be with us. She just loves it. Like she, you know, we let them have screen time probably a lot more than like during the school year because we're trying to get work done and stuff. But she's always the one who's like, is it time to turn the screens off? And I'm like, you can turn the screens off anytime you want to. Like you can, you don't have to watch TV at all. And so she'll be the first person to like turn it off just on her own and like go find something to do. So she's just, she's, she's fun. We have a good time. But yeah, I think I mean, those were like the main things. I don't think there's anything huge other than that. Just summer stuff. Just summer stuff. Just we're in it. We, 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 I realized we only have like a month left until school starts. It starts on August 14th. Because you guys start in August. Yeah, That's August wild. 14th. And it's flying by. And oh, Every- Kimmy has her birthday is on <sighs> June or July 22nd. And so... No, my God, it's not July 22nd. That's when her party is. It's July 21st. Sorry, I've just been dealing with all the logistics of the birthday. I had to correct that because I felt horrible. Her birthday is July 21st. And so we have a little party. And she, again, like she, I was like, do you want to invite everyone from your class? Do you want, like, who do you want to come? And she's like, I only want, like, she she doesn't want, like, a a big party. She wants, she, she has five people that she wanted to invite and it's amazing. she just, yeah, she just like, 
I don't know. She's just my little, I don't know how to describe her, but she's awesome. So we have her party coming up and then Bear's birthday in August. And he's like, I want to invite the whole school. So, <laughs> so that'll be interesting. They're completely different. He wants to do like an indoor sucker party, which actually exists. And so been, we're going to plan probably that. indoor everything there. Oh, yeah, totally. There's indoor options for literally everything. So we'll do that. And then we're trying to cram in. Cram, I say cram, but we're trying to get in a trip down to the beach to visit Tim's brother and go to, the, you know, play, play on the beach a couple of days, too, before school starts. But I don't know. I mean, there's only a couple weekends left, which is just bananas to me. So we're doing it. That gives me that gives me anxiety just to like share a couple couple weekends. Left. Ah, I know a couple weekends that makes it sound completely different than like bananas. a month. Yeah, yeah. So we are August. We've really it's very full. We have all of August. Like like in the olden days when I was a kid, most we start after Labor Day, which I feel like is mm. when you're supposed to start mm-hmm. school. It's so mm-hmm. weird that. Schools are starting in August. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Evie starts the day after Labor Day. So we've, we're, we've jam-packed August unintentionally, but also it, it, it's working out well. But yeah, gosh, that's stressful. I can't imagine starting like early August. And then my friend Nicole, her kid will start like the first week of August, which is just wow. crazy to me. Yeah. yeah that's, hey, yeah. that's bananas. I don't know. And I don't know if maybe, I don't it's know. It's like the best weather too. Yeah. It, and most well, places, not here. maybe not there. Yeah, not here yeah. for sure. <laughs> but like both California and here, it's like, there's like kind of like the January. I mean, our June here was better than I had ever experienced it. And people who've lived here like their whole lives have said the same. It's been insane, which is well, also why yeah. Rusty's had a very busy start to his fire season where usually there's like a gradual lead up. But here it's like August, September is the best, the absolute best, even like early October. So it's like, you know, it didn't bother to be in school and like yeah. back to it all when it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I'd rather shift <clears throat> our summer days to like a winter break, like a longer winter break. I only oh, get two little... weeks for winter break, but like, you know, for us, November, December weather, it's perfect. It's dreamy. I know. That's why we've done our retreats out there. I'm still kind of feeling <laughs> like we should do it this year just in Texas again because it's yeah, so nice. It is. My friend Shelby, who was just here, she's a teacher in California. And so is her husband. He teaches at the university level. She teaches elementary school. But like they they go back, like she goes back August 4th, I think she said. Mm-hmm. And but they, she's like, we get a two week break at Christmas. We get a full week at Thanksgiving. She's like, I will take, get rid of all of that. Give me like barely a week at Christmas and like just Thanksgiving weekend. And then I, she just wants to like tack that on in the summer because in California, you know, it's not like the winters are bad weather, but they, you know, they travel and they're both teachers. They want to really maximize that time off. They always go out to like Idaho and Montana to visit friends. They just came out here. They take a big road trip. It's like, it's hard to just, and I'm going down there in August, the like mid-August, I'm going down for almost a week now. And I don't get to see her because the only availability I have in Santa Cruz is during the week and she's working. And so it's just like, ah, that's hard. It's like, in my mind, I'm like, what do you mean? It's August. It's still summer, (laughs) but apparently not for everybody. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I I feel like they should yeah, they should consult teachers and families about the cadence of all of this Better. all of these times off and daylight savings like all of it. I feel like they haven't consulted the right it. people. <laughs> I just I made a conscious decision. It was funny. I was getting Indy to sleep last night and like we are just on a solid hour later bedtime now in the summer. I'm like I am just deciding to opt out of time change. As far as our kids' sleep goes, like, <laughs> period. I'm opting out. Yeah. They will just go to bed an hour later in the summer. And But I know this is not the case for everybody, but my kids sleep later when they go to sleep later. It seems to be like an hour later bedtime leads to like an hour later sleep in. And so that, I will just take it. And I decide on my own, I, I'm going to quit you time change because you're stupid. And so that's how we're, I quit you. Plus, it doesn't get dark here till 10 p.m. at like summer solstice. So why push for a seven o'clock bedtime, 7.30 bedtime when there's still many hours of daylight left. And I tend to be able to just function on less sleep in the summer because my body like works with the with the seasons. Mm-hmm. And so we're just, in, we're savoring it and staying up a little bit later. And it's been, it's been nice. Plus Rusty doesn't get home when he's not out fighting fires. He's at the station and he gets home at 6.15, 6.30. It's like, I don't want to be like, okay, you get an hour with daddy. So we're just, you know, pushing it back a little bit. And that's been really nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think ours is, is yeah. the name of the season. <laughs> ours is naturally, our bedtime is naturally like pushed back during the summer. Cause we're like, you know, it's like the only time we can go outside. 
<laughs> so it's like a lot of our outside time is like eight o'clock. And so we definitely have pushed ours back and become really lax just because we wanted to get more time together. But unfortunately, ours are the kids who like they're still up. I mean, bears up at seven. I mean, we had to tell him, you can't come out of your room before seven. And it's like clockwork every day on the dot, seven he's up. We hear the door open like he's ready to go. So I think Cammy would sleep in a lot on her own, like if they didn't share a room, because she will do that occasionally. But like Bear is just, he's just, he's got an internal alarm. He's just a, I don't, I don't know what they're called. Like he's just a morning bird. I don't know. That's not the right thing. Yeah. (laughs) I see them. I get him. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, like a birthday party with everyone? Great. Up at five? Cool. <laughs> Let's hang out. <laughs> That's him. Y'all do share a lot of qualities, which is lovely. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. Hey there, friends. Pausing this episode to share a bit about our wonderful friend, Brianna White, a fantastic real estate agent based in Bend, Oregon. She's also a wife, mama, and a member of this awesome Modern Mamas podcast community. She has a super unique approach to real estate, which includes using her mobile Airstream bar for open houses and housewarming parties. And she offers a complimentary family photo shoot for her clients in their new home and then presents them with a beautiful coffee table book to cherish this major life milestone. I wish I had that when I moved into my home. Seriously. So cool. So if you're in Bend and looking for a real estate agent who truly understands the needs of a modern family, connect with our amazing sponsor. She's the perfect partner to help you find or sell your dream home. Even if you're not in Bend, Oregon, our fantastic sponsor, Brianna, can still help with your real estate needs. That's right. Brianna has access to top real estate agents all over the country, and she's more than happy to help you find the perfect agent for your needs, no matter where you are now or where you're looking to move. She does the legwork for you, interviewing agents in your area or your desired location, and then making a personal introduction to ensure you're working with someone who truly understands your needs and preferences. It's like having a personal real estate matchmaker. (laughs) So whether you're in Bend or anywhere else in the country, don't hesitate to reach out to Brianna. Let someone else do the searching when it comes to finding a great real estate agent. You deserve the best and Brianna will help make that happen. Supporting our sponsor can be as simple as following her on Instagram at Brianna Sells Bend. That's at B-R-E-A-N-A Sells Bend, where you'll find great content, education, gorgeous homes, and family adventures. I'm sure you will connect with her just like we have. Thank you, friends, for supporting our podcast by considering our sponsor, Brianna, for your real estate needs. Check her out at briannasellsbend.kw.com. That's B-R-E-A-N-A sellsbend.kw.com. Brought to you by Brianna White, broker with Keller Williams Realty, Central Oregon, Equal Housing Opportunity. Now, let's dive back into our episode. Well, anyways, what's going on in your world? Tell, give us the latest. I uh-huh. know Rusty went on his first fire. I know like yeah, a lot has that. happened since we last chatted. Yeah, Rusty. So I think when we last chatted, he was away at Academy. So it was 10 days gone. I would It would be like a couple texts a day. That's all I would get. He got home on a Thursday evening. Had to wake up the next morning and go to another full day of training at the station. He got off a little bit earlier. He got off at 4.30 that day. So we, I went and took the girls and picked up pizzas at our favorite sourdough pizza truck and we met him and there's this really cool sorry we're talking about all the outdoor stuff so just prefacing that pretty i'll try not <laughs> to hate you too much <laughs> we had there's this really cool park called Rail- railroad bridge park and they there's like tables and all this stuff right along this river and so we brought the pizzas there and we had i grabbed a cider for me and a beer for him from our favorite little tap room and we just enjoyed a sip and pizza and let the girls play and it was just like the dreamiest way to welcome him home because we just missed him so much and I'm learning and I've said it here and I've said it everywhere. Just time outside is best for my mental health, for the girls, space to run, all of that. So we just got to enjoy some river time, came home. Then the next day was Saturday and that was his, that is the only day he's had off since June 20th. And it is now July, whatever, 11th, 12th. So he's had one day off in almost a month because, so then we, he had his one Saturday off and I, I'm like, okay, we we're going to do everything. That day was, it was wonderful, but it was also a little bit hard for me just to be, because I'm like, this is your day off. Like I want to do all the fun things, you know, but we had a really lovely time. We did our, we like went to, you know, he spent the morning with the girls. I got a little bit of work and alone time and went to farmer's market by myself. And then he had a date with Evie while I got Indy down for a nap. And then we spent the afternoon and evening in the backyard. We did sourdough pizza and all the things. And then he was back to work. And that was Sunday before 4th of July. He was back at the station, which his he leaves the house at 9. He gets home about 6.30. So he, his, his 
quote unquote weekend is Wednesday, Thursday. So he was at work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So 4th of July, he actually had him on a, he was on like a 14 hour shift because just preemptively, because people are idiots. I love you all and set off fireworks, but also stop it. You are not authorized. <laughs> Be responsible. Have some um, safety just, precautions. How does that happen? Like, I know. What, what's it is it the ones People that shoot up heavily into- and just shoot fireworks that are supposed to be like the legit ones that go in the air and they shoot them like horizontally oh and they hit a tree and then it lights on fire and then it's like houses get burned out mm. it's only recently that our like inner city town limits made them illegal and people obviously don't still don't listen but i mean and i don't i we have i like all about you know fun and spontaneity but to a degree we have the most insane fireworks display here that we can see from our backyard like there's no shortage of fireworks but people still they get excited i get it it's fine but now that it puts, puts my husband at risk i'm like hey <laughs> but anyways so he worked a long shift i took the girls to the beach in the morning i was gonna like spend the whole day at the beach with friends and like i just had a very full day and i am really learning in this season to slow the heck down i don't have to do everything all the time I'm trying to, and knowing that this season of like stellar naps for Indy is short, just be like, this is the summer where we oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes prioritize nap, which means we were out at the beach in the morning. We were home by nap time. I got her down. She took like a three hour nap. I was able to prep a sourdough galette and I made sourdough hot dog buns. And we had afternoon plans to barbecue with our really good friends here who happened to live like basically next door. And Indy, Evie just like drew art for everyone in their family. And we had a nice mellow midday and then loaded up the wagon with like a cooler with some drinks and stuff and ice cream and then our coats and uh, a and buns. Did yeah, you say you brought your coat? It does cool down here at night. Like if you look at the next week, it's like the day is like 75. The night is like 57. So we have oh to bring God, layers everywhere. So <laughs> Not really, but like I'm going to cry. That sounds lovely. <laughs> It's pretty awesome. And I used to, for me, I used to be like coming from California. I'm like, it's it's just too, it doesn't get hot enough here in the summer. I've totally changed my tune. Like this past weekend, I don't think it broke 77. And that was like, I got plenty of sun. We were plenty hot. I'm acclimating. And it's like, I like that we get, we get snippets where it's like 85, maybe upwards of 90, maybe on like a super crazy heat wave. But then we're at the lake and we're in the water, which is like snow runoff. So refreshing. So yeah, so we went over there, we barbecued hot dog buns, all the things, and then we can walk downtown. So we walked downtown and it was, this was really my girl's like first 4th of July parade experience. And so we walked down there and we got a fun surprise. Rusty texted me like right before. He's like, hey, I'm driving the engine through the parade. So we were down there and like watching all the, everyone go by. And then he got to drive their wildland fire engine through and Evie just like the look on her face. It was beautiful. How sweet. Yeah. And then we walked back up to their house and we did sparklers in the backyard and then we cruised home and got the girls like bathed and everything and then rusty walked in the door at like 9 50 p.m fireworks started at 10 15 he walked in right as i was getting indy down and then the, we can see the fireworks from our backyard so evie was like hell-bent on staying up for them so we stayed up and watched the fireworks i called it about five minutes in. i was like i literally can't keep my eyes open plus if any had woken up I didn't want her to like freak out. So I just went to bed. <laughs> and right when he walked to the door, he's like, so I have some bad news. I've got to get up at four, be at the station by five. And we're heading out to a giant fire out in Forks at 530. It was a very quick turnaround for him. I mean, we're both exhausted. It's like a kiss. Like you can see both of our eyes are just like very tired in very different ways, you know. But his his 4th of July was mellower. Like they weren't out. I think they fought one. I don't even know if they fought a fire. They went and like monitored stuff. But, you know, then they had like a potluck at the station and he drove the engine through. It was the next day that was intense. He like literally fought fires, actively fighting fires aside from like 15 minute short breaks for like 14 hours. So he left at four or like 4.30, walked back in the door at 8.30 p.m. on the 5th. He was covered in like soot and dirt. I was like, nobody touch him. Go take everything off, throw in the wash, take a shower. But like his face was just brown except for like where he had his glasses on. I'm so grateful he buzzed his head. So then, yeah, and then he had to turn around the next day. So Wednesday was supposed to be his day off. That was his 14-hour firefight day. Came home, slept, barely. Same thing the next day. And he's worked ever since. So he hasn't had a day off. He basically, he worked. So he got, I mean, it's good pay. And this is what we signed up for, you know, but he hasn't had days off. And so tomorrow, first of all, our nanny's Bennett was also in Hawaii that whole time. 
So she's back today. This day's her first day back. He, his engine is first on the list to get called out to like Eastern Washington for big fires because our temps have dropped a bit here, but he has tomorrow off, barring any fires locally. So we are prioritizing a date and I'm so excited. So yeah, so tomorrow he should have the day off and then he'll probably get called away on Thursday. So I'll have one day off and then when, when he gets called away out of town, he could be gone for three weeks. So that's a lot, but we know I've got friends coming into town this weekend. I've got the nanny back. Also, like in the midst of all of that, I signed Evie up for summer forest school camp, which has been great. But the week that he was in at Academy was her only week that I signed her up for four days. And I, I don't like the word regret, but I learned a lot from that because I didn't have help, much help. I was like scrambling to get help with like pickups and drop-offs because pickup is right when Indy's napping. It's a 30-minute drive each way. And it's really validated our decision to have her in Montessori kindergarten next year, a block away, just the amount of time that we'll save. So the rest of the summer, it's like sporadic and she only has no more than two days a week. And we have some help with pickup and drop off now. So that was, it was just like those two weeks. I like look back, I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. And I'm proud of myself. We can do hard things. There were moments. There was like a kind of a special moment, to be honest. It was the day after the 4th of July when Rusty like unexpectedly was gone for 14 hours I always had been banking on that day. And now, I, again, this is all lessons because it's looking like this is going to be more consistent work for him. And so I'm learning a lot as I go. But there was a moment when I just like, Evie was fighting me on getting dressed because that's the thing that she does. Like that's, I know it, it's a sign to me, but also sometimes it's just really hard in the moment. She wants me to like literally sit there and like help her choose her clothes. But even if I'm trying to help, she doesn't want what I choose. And, and I know that that's just her way of like getting t- time together. Anyways, so that I just, and then Indy was like yelling at me from the kitchen and I literally like dropped to my hands and knees and then like kind of went into like fetal position and I just started taking like really deep breaths. And she knows, like, I'm not trying to do that to be a martyr. I'm not trying to like show her anything. That's what I need in that moment to just like keep, you know, to feel what I need to feel and not freak out. And I'm just really grateful. Like our family does not default to yelling. I feel like I broke that generational kind of like trauma of like the yelling family. And we didn't scream at each other growing up. But when you're mad, you yell. When you're frustrated, you yell. Like that kind of thing. And now it's just like as a family unit, we stop whatever we're doing and we just breathe. And he's already doing it. So anyways, and she just came and like gave me the biggest hug. And we just sat there. And I and I was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pick out an outfit. If you like it, I need you to please put it on. If you don't like it, I need you to please choose something. And so I picked something out and then I was like, I got to go check in with Indy. She yelled from the bedroom, mama, it's perfect. I I started crying. (laughs) I was like, oh, it's all I needed to hear was that this outfit was okay. You know, and then, and then we got her off to school and it was like, it was just a lot. That day felt like a lot, but we did it. And I was, I'm so grateful again for our community that we, I could, you know, we got two mama's helpers that I was able to get in for a little, little bits of time for chunks so that I could at least get some work done. And so, you know, just more lessons and like, I can do this. I can get things done in the, in the cracks and also prioritize fun. We still went to like music in the park and just making sure that I'm also embracing summer because otherwise my mental health will like seriously struggle, but also saying no to things when it feels like too much. So Finding the quote-unquote balance that doesn't really exist, saying no to things, canceling some plans, but also like embracing others. I got a date with a girlfriend on Friday, which was, I had a nanny come, which was so great. And so just really leaning on community heavily. And there's been times with, with forest school when like that Wednesday when Rusty unexpectedly got called to work where I was just like, there's a mom that I literally met for the first time at the 4th of July parade whose daughter goes to the school. We like connected really well she's awesome Evie loves her daughter I was like hey can you just like pick her up I had I was like I had a meeting like I didn't know what to do and I texted her and I felt totally comfortable doing that and just asking for help again just learning that it's it's okay to ask for help you know and I was like can you just pick her up hang with her for like an hour and then I can come get her when Indy's up and my meeting's over I didn't end up having to use that but the community of our forest school is just it's so cool everyone is just so you know and I would never just ask a stranger but it was like we connected really deeply. I spent the after, whole afternoon with her. I felt comfortable with Evie going there for a little bit if if needed. And, and we didn't have to utilize that. But just the fact that I could ask, if we were in this season two years ago when we had just moved here and hadn't developed these kinds of relationships, it would have been exponentially harder. So 
you know, amongst the difficult stuff, there's so much gratitude for the fact that he has this work that we're like doing okay financially. Because in full transparency, when he had his surgery, things were pretty, I didn't like fully say anything about it because it's a weird thing to talk about, but things were very scary financially for us. Very, very scary. And so, and then the community rallied and we did the GoFundMe and I, that again, still no words for that. But then just to be in a place that we're, we're like, okay, we're like, take some deep breaths. We're going to be okay. Having like freedom or wealth of time does mean sacrifice sometimes and freedom or wealth of finances. And so we're fine. We're again, we're trying to just find that like that line of a little uh, making sure that we have both. It's hard. That's life. It's adulting. And I'm not great at it. Have you heard of Foria? It's a company that is loved far and wide by folks who've had their sex lives transformed by these holistic, powerful products. And now I see why. They've been especially wonderful through this postpartum period for me when a little extra lubrication is key. Rusty and I have used the Intimacy Sex Oil with CBD and it's the perfect lube to provide all natural moisture with 400 milligrams of broad spectrum CBD to enhance arousal, soothe and excite. We also love the Awaken Arousal Oil. And of course, all four of your products are free of added chemicals and only made from two organically grown ingredients. And you know what's sexy? Discomfort-free, top-notch, pleasurable intimacy. I want to be totally honest, being married 10 years plus two kids later, sex and intimacy has definitely seen its ups and downs for us, but there's no shame in exploring different ways and products that enhance our sexual experiences, which is why we're so excited to announce we're partnering with Foria, a company using all natural and plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. We are all about the Awaken Arousal Oil with CBD, which is a topical oil to enhance pleasure, discomfort and help increase sensitivity for people with vulvas that's me you can use it solo or with a partner and it is next level sexy time has definitely leveled up over here plus cbd used topically helps increase blood flow relax muscles and ease tension and manage discomfort gently and naturally all around wins so awesome friends i can't recommend for you enough I think it's time to treat yourself to deeper, fuller pleasure and connection, both on your own and with your partner. And these products are your ticket to all of that. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com forward slash modern mamas or use code modern mamas at checkout. That's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash modern mamas for 20% off your first order. Enjoy. No, you're, you're doing, you're, you're <laughs> doing it. I was going to, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but how no, okay. is, is this cadence like all year round or like, is, will Rusty no. work, have this position all year round or is this like a seasonal thing? Well, we don't know. He's seeking and looking for opportunity and he's having conversations, nothing set in stone. He could end up with a year round job with the DNR. It wouldn't be fighting fires year round. It would be, he'd kind of settle into, it'd still be within the same department in the wildfire stuff, but more like management and planning in the off season and then fighting fires in the, in the summer. Or there's also opportunity to become like a permanent seasonal employee, basically, where they still like quote unquote, lay you off for three months out of the year. And then you're just, you're, you know, for sure that you're coming back for the other nine months. And so that's another option. He's just, he is thriving. He is an engine lead this season. He is taking on, he's just, he's, he's meant to manage and lead people because he does it with such like grace and humility and desire to like do well by everybody. If you know Rusty, you know this to be true. And so it's just been really cool to see him. You know, he was bummed to not be able to work as many CrossFit seminars, but he's just, he's doing an incredible job and he comes home excited. And that to me feels really good, especially because for the last year, you know, Last year, he had that job, that sales job that was like, I could just witness it slowly crushing his soul. And this is building him up. And it's it's cool. And he's also like, you know, coming from that terrifying surgery situation to be able to trust his body again. You know, it served him through 14 hours of fighting fires. And that's, I think that's been really good for him to see and experience as well. So it's a lot. There's a lot of learning happening. And, and meanwhile, the girls are just like growing so much. I can't believe how old Evie seems at six and her art she could basically got like all art stuff for her birthday. And I'm looking at this cow that she drew and like she's doing like this crazy like mixed medium art where it's like she cut out multiple different hearts and like is taping them or gluing them together. And then this cow that she placed on there and like the different colors she chooses. I mean, I know I'm her mom and so I'm biased, but it's really cool. And then Indy is like talking 
more than any in my memory any 18 month old i've ever met like full, like sentences it completely blows my mind i'm just proud of them and we're having a lot of fun we went camping like i said we went camping this past weekend with my friend shelby and her family just locally went to thin river for the day on saturday and then camped at the same campground where we camped for Evie's birthday and then spent all day sunday at the lake and then that goodbye was hard we both cried because it's you know you have your like chosen family and it's it's like we're raising babies together but we see each other twice a year and that's just hard. And then Sarah's coming with her family this coming weekend. And then there's a really fun lavender festival here the weekend of the 21st, which is also the weekend my sister's getting married in Germany, which I have shared here that we had to make the really hard decision not to go, which again, it's just parenthood is hard. It requires a lot of tough decisions, but we had to prioritize like our girls and it's just not the season for us financially or with two young kids and with Rusty doing fire. So we'll be home for that. We got the Lavender Festival. And in the meantime, I've got like, I think between now and the end of July, I have like four single night camp trips, just like kind of locally. And then I don't even know, like the last weekend of July just keeps like disappearing for me. I have no idea what's even happening. But then the first weekend of August, I'm teaching my last sourdough workshop of the summer out at Finn River's like granary. So that should be incredible. The backdrop in the Chimicum Valley is just unreal. And then the next, and then two days later, we're camping for five nights with our friends on on Lopez Island, which is one of the islands of the San the San Juan Islands here, which you've never been to, and I've wanted to do it for so long. So my friend Emily, who's been on the podcast, and her husband and their two girls are coming up. We're gonna camp, and I I've already been like role playing the conversation with my boss, who's gonna be nothing but a hundred percent supportive. But I think I'm gonna really truly ask for like five days of no work because I love my work. And it's been actually a really nice constant and we've relied heavily on the income. But now Rusty's bringing in a little bit more. I have not taken time off since I only took one week when Indy was born. And it's, it was less work then and it's gradually built up. But I'm working to the point where like I'm getting well enough ahead in my tasks that are like kind of exclusive to my skill sets on our team where I should be able to take the five days away. And I want to do that. I want to just be wholly present with my girls. I think I'm going to take the full five days like off social media and I'll come and like do a recap when I get back and just like really be off. And I, I feel like that will be just so good and so important considering like things have just been, it's been a lot. So looking forward to that. And then I get home and just a few days later, I'll be flying down with the girls to California. My aunt is putting on a like wedding party for my sister because a lot of our cousins and aunts like can't make it out to Germany. And so we're going to have a fun party for her in Santa Barbara. So I'll go down, spend two nights with friends in California, in Santa Cruz. And then we're going to drive down to Santa Barbara, have the party for my sister. I'm so looking forward to that. And then we'll drive back up, fly home. And then three days later, I turn around my first longer road trip with both girls. We're going to drive to Bend and we're camping for two nights and sisters. And then we'll spend two to three nights with my friend Emily again in Bend. And then we get home and we'll kind of just cruise into Labor Day weekend. And then Evie will start school. So We've got a full rest of the month. It's going to be great. Or rest of the summer. And then she'll just start consistently four days a week at Montessori school, walking down the street. And then I, I tentatively have a nanny share also set up in the fall with a friend who I met at the forest school who's got a little one about Indy's age. So I'm feeling like really set up in the fall to kind of take on more. It's looking like my contract for this quarter is just renewed with CrossFit. So it's more of the same versus like I was kind of talking about getting something more permanent. And in many ways, just continuing what I've been doing feels like a relief. And there's been a lot of changes in the company. So hopefully come fall, there is shifts in that direction. But for now, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for Rusty's consistent work. I'm grateful for flexibility and time with the girls. I'm grateful for just like a kind of a, a shifted headspace around all of that. And looking forward to the next month and a half now that I we've got, I really feel like this first month of his work was just it's been so intense leading up to it you know with all the uncertainty about his health and then it's starting and then it was Evie's birthday and like logistics and getting the nanny set up and now we've met the nannies and we have a routine and I feel like I can I look ahead to the rest of the summer and I'm like okay I can I can do this <laughs> and I've got therapy set up and so it took a lot of logistics and scrambling but now I'm like okay this is this is very manageable and there will be hard days but there's also a lot of fun ahead. And as a seven, I'm sure you know, like that, that just keeps me going. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It sounds like you're really, it's like, it's, it's different, you know, in regards to like 
you know, for instance, like Rusty working that sales job, working so hard and it was like draining him. He's probably working just as hard, if not more hard with this job. But I feel like there's such a difference when it's something that like lights you up versus and when you're sacrificing, like you're so much more willing to make sacrifices. And even with you, like for your partner, when you see that this is this is a good thing. Like this is a positive thing. This is a cup filling thing. Like not just for Rusty, but like for your family. Like, I don't know. The sacrifices just feel a lot easier. Not maybe not, maybe not easy at the end of the day. No, not easy. Well, yeah, easier for me, for sure. And in many ways, and plus like this time of year, I frankly, I like to do more than him. (laughs) I like to be more social. I like to get out of the house more. Loading up the car with food and snacks and going to the lake is a lot easier for me than it is for him. And I don't have to, I don't have to like, in many, like in full transfer, I don't have to worry about it. So in some ways, like that's easier too. It's like, we're gone all day. We get home. He's there to help with bath and bed when he's not like away, away. And he, because he loves the work he's doing, even though it's physically demanding, he has, it's been wild to witness how much more capacity he has to be present with the girls at the end of the day even though he's been like active and physical and fighting fires then and when he was working the sales job and like standing in our basement in a soul in soul sucking work he'd come up at the end of the day and like have hardly anything left I, he would still show up but i could see that it was taxing where now he gets home and sometimes he has to play like he's like laying on the bed you know but he's still mentally engaged with them in a way that he he wasn't able to be in that job it's it's when we do work that fills our cup you know, that that overflowing cup then can like go into the other components of our life. But yeah, it's wild. And it does, it makes it knowing he likes the work. And plus when he was working the sales job, he was like down in the basement. So I could be like, there was this like in the back of my head, I could just call him real quick when things got really hard. And now, and now I can't, he's not available. And so it's not even an option. And when it's not an option where I, for me personally, I'm able to show up more for the hard things because I don't have any choice. Yeah, and That's the way that it no. has to be. That makes sense. Like I, I'm the same way. It's like if I, I would, I would be viewing it in the same way. It's like if Tim's here, I'm gonna ask for help. <laughs> if he's not, if he wasn't here, like you just adapt, you just learn, and you you figure, adapt, yeah. you figure out how to make it work, and you put things in place. Like you obviously already are in terms of like help and like planning and all of that. Like you plan for as much as you can, and then you just adapt when things. Don't go exactly exactly to plan. So that's all you can yeah. do. The I word feel like. grit keeps coming to mind. My friend Nicole used it in like a really cool post that she wrote. And you know, she lost her husband a couple of years ago and she talked about CrossFit and motherhood and how like those two things in tandem have like built in this grit. And I, I like that word. And I don't see it as like a as a bad thing. It's such a a cool way to describe what we grow into as moms because we have to. And I don't I don't say that begrudgingly. I'm proud of it. It's it's pretty cool. Mamas were were pretty badass <laughs> in every season. Absolutely, and I think grit is just another word for resiliency. It's like the ability to uh-huh. just keep to bounce back. Like obviously things are gonna be hard. You're gonna have challenges, and that's gonna bring you low, right? Like some things, but like <laughs> how do you stay there? Like how do you react? Like how do you move yeah, forward? We have and the power of that. yeah. So anyways, and grit doesn't mean like gritting your teeth and not caring for yourself. I think we can only develop that resiliency and that grit by making sure that we still prioritize taking care of ourselves. Otherwise, that grit and resiliency turn into like crumbling. (laughs) Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. You can't build it if you don't build yourself up too as you take on life's challenges. So yeah, and we have to rely on each other. Like I did last week when you texted me and I'm like, I literally cannot right now. And you didn't even bat an eye. You're like, okay, when can we do it? You know, when can we get it in? And it just, it means so much. So thank you for that. I love you. I want you, I want always I the best you. for you and for the podcast <laughs> no. too. It's like, you know, it's best for both of us and everyone involved when we make those types of decisions yeah. to pivot. And then we get to show up like this with perspective. <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> um, oh, anyways, well, well thanks for f- filling us in with the latest. Yeah, I know you, you got to go. I love it mom and do some other work this afternoon but (laughs) i love you friend i love you too we've got some jam-packed work get the kid down for the baby down for a nap all the logistics and then we're gonna go get sourdough pizza and listen to live music and it's gonna be lovely this is now my day's work it's like logistics go 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 and then in the summertime then it's like play 
I try and like become a ghost with work at about three. <laughs> that's I think that's a good rhythm. <laughs> it's a good rhythm. Start at four, <laughs> wrap at three. Great. <laughs> Start at four. Um, oh my gosh. I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> I've been sleeping until like 4.45. Oh. So that, I, I know it's wild, but I need it. I'm trying to like let my body wake up when it needs to, you know? So it's been like closer. It was like four, between four and 4.10. And now it's like 4.30, 4.40. So every little bit counts. You know, I'm sure your body's happy with that extra yeah. 45. <laughs> it, it'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. All right. Thanks for well, tuning thanks, in. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. All right. We'll chat soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time. Bye.